That's right. It's a bonus show. Hello. Here it is. We're looking at... We are going to consinimize The Predator. Oh, the new release from, from Shane Black. Brand new, open this weekend, and I'm fired up about it. There's lots to say. We just came from the theater. I think it's probably been 35 minutes since we walked out, and we had to get to the mics. Yeah. We, there was lots to talk about. So welcome to Reconcinimation. It's Consinimation. It's Consinimation this time. <laughs> I'm David Munchak. And I'm John Diner. Thanks for joining us, guys. So the predator has has come, and as far as I'm concerned, it can go. Oh, that's the that's the, the consensus I think in the room. Honestly, yeah. I'm kind of with you. Yeah, uh, tough movie. This, tough movie. I'm I'm uh, I'm very fired up about it right now. I have a, a <laughs> lot a lot to say, and and we're gonna keep this bonus show uh, on the shorter side of things, but. But first thing, just even though we said it uh, at the top uh, in the notes, uh, this is spoiler full. We're talking about the movie. We assume you've seen it. If you're looking forward to see it, do not listen to this uh, and come join us after after you see it. Yeah. Um, so but spoiler full. Hit Start. the pause. If you're going to see this movie, hit the pause button right now. Stop whatever you're doing. If you're at work, just get up and leave. Mm-hmm. Go to the theater. And see the predator. Yeah, don't pay for it either. Right. Don't <laughs> contribute your money to it. Pay for an Anne Hathaway sneak. movie. Yeah. See that movie, then sneak into the other theater. Wait for wait for someone to come out of the emergency exit and just slip in. Just jump. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but or wait till it's on a, one of your favorite streaming services yeah. or subscription based services. So John, well, let's get in right into it. Um, well, I've got a question. How Go. on earth did this movie get made? Oh, <laughs> how that's, on? That's not our. I, I'm 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 shocked right now. I, I really, not to say I had super high expectations for the movie, but I had I expected something from Shane Black. Right. I thought that you know, I'm a big fan of a lot of his movies. Yeah. Uh, I thought, especially him being a, a part of the original uh, film, that there was going to be some some uh, depth. A little more depth to this one than mm-hmm. we've seen in the, some of the other Predator movies. Yeah, that did not happen. No, this is uh, this stays on that surface level of of action alien horror movie. It's not even a horror. It's nowhere near a horror movie slasher film. This is just a straight up like early '90s action bullet fest. Yeah, mindless. Uh, like <laughs> really, no no logic or thought put in. I mean, uh, it's just. It's very aggravating. <laughs> yeah, but this is a movie that lives in the universe of the other films. Uh, it looks like it references the the events that happened in '87, which is the first movie. '97. Uh, yeah, '97 because Predator Two was ten years later. Oh, so. I see. Got it. Even came out can... in 1990, but it was set in '97. Now it's been years since I've seen Predator Two. Was there advanced technology in that movie? That a like, little bit. Like, yeah, like a little bit. Yeah, like the, the printers were a little faster, no, yeah. sleeker <laughs> looking. There's, there's a little neon. that never actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> There's some extra neon in the yeah. cars. And oh, yeah. Um, and a lot of Bill Paxton. But uh, this is a... We meet a bunch of characters in this movie. Characters who are aware of the Predators. They know why they come to Earth. And we, boy, do we dig in and find out. It's pretty... It it's it spills a lot of information for us Predator fans. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, exposition, mm-hmm. which is basically Olivia Munn's role in the movie, mm-hmm. is to just explain things. Yet it still doesn't... Yet there's still not really any logic to what they're doing. Yeah. Um, the 
I'm going to go ahead and say, even though I like some of these actors, yeah, uh, these characters couldn't be less likable. <laughs> yes, all of them. <laughs> I rem- Every one. I remember we were in the yeah we were in the movie and uh, you, you just sort of lean over to me and say, 20 minutes in, uh, there's not one character I like," <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, me yeah. neither. And we've <laughs> met everybody. This is to, yeah, the entire cast was introduced, and uh, nobody, nobody's worth uh, their screen time. <laughs> like nobody, no character is worth. Yeah, they're just they're all very like one note, very superficial. Um, even your lead, in a sense, like oh, he was terrible. He's the worst one. The character Quinn McKenna, played by Boyd Holbrook, competently. I think everyone in it is competent in their characters. But these characters sure. are written terrible. Yeah, <laughs> they're terrible. Uh, I'm, you know, and again, I'm a Fred Decker fan, also. But yeah, and I expected this combo. I mean, this is this is the Monster Squad team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. Do. This yeah. is the Monster Squad team right. in 2018. Uh, but my God, yeah. it, it, this just did not work at all. There's so many problems all over the place. I'm going to start with with uh, the let's hit the, the big ones. McKenna character. Okay, he's a what? A army he's a ranger army sniper. Sniper who, uh, while he's on a mission, the predator crashes like right where he's at. Yeah, and at no point is he ever worried, feeling threatened by this thing. Yeah. He he basically is super confident that he can kick this thing's ass the entire movie. When you compare it to now, I'm going to compare it to pre- the first Predator. All right, <laughs> which is stupid of me because <laughs> might as well like compare it to Ghostbusters. <laughs> but no, I think you have but, a point here. Uh, like Arnold's Dutch, he is a, is afraid of the Predator. I mean, I don't know if he's afraid of it, but he's um, intimidated by it and knows he's out. He's sort of outgunned by it. Well, I think that I think and he's that, on the defensive. Right, the whole movie. Whereas this guy is just like going after the predator. I mean, a couple of times they're they're having to retreat and yeah. back off. But like his, I mean, his mannerisms, his body language, his facial expressions. There's no concern. Yeah, just super cocky, confident '90s action guy. Yeah, he's the coolest guy in the room who can do anything. Oh, super cool! And yeah. by the way, is he American? Uh, the actor? I don't know much about Boyd Holbrook. I don't. I, I feel like maybe he was born in Minnesota. but I uh, felt like there was a, a... You know how you can detect a, a fake American accent? Uh-huh. Like when you, there's like it's an super, Australian guy doing an American accent. It's like a super American accent? Yeah, like <laughs> this guy had the too cool for school voice. Yeah. Oh, he's from Kentucky. So he may, yeah. he may, be, he that, may be... That counts. That counts as America. Yeah, well, he's American, so... <laughs> um, yeah, so his, he's he's our lead. He's the guy we follow, and his instinct after an alien ship crashes, he steals some of the alien's gear and mails it to his son. Well, he mails it to himself. <laughs> oh, that's true. A to post a office PO box, box that he hasn't paid for in months. So now the mail, uh, the post office is delivering all the packages to his house where his ex-wife. And son yeah. lives. Yeah, the uh, that's what the post office does when you don't pay their bills. They just deliver all the mail to your house. Yeah, they just dump it, and they say we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> but uh, you know, so inadvertently, the alien technology, predator technology, gets in the hands of of his young son, and his his uh, the, the the mother played by Yvonne Strahovski has no idea what's going on. She just leaves her kid at home and. He gets yeah. into all sorts of... Kid's got his own issues. There's like a whole movie for the kid. 
if you really want to get into it. But like now he's caught up in an alien action movie. Yeah, uh, it's quite a and and somehow everyone's brought back. Like wasn't he in the jungles in Central America when the alien landed? Yeah, there's no. And then he's brought to wherever he lives. What, apparently, which they never <laughs> do they ever even say where that is? I don't know. It's some. I'm assuming some West Coast California yeah. town. We, I don't know. We have no idea. So ha- so he happens to be in taken to you know a VA prison and a pr- prison of military prison that's basically a mile from his own home where the aliens also tracking the technology but a lot of convenience here yeah like, <laughs> there's really no there's no uh, sense of where any of this is taking place unless it, it was I guess it doesn't matter it doesn't right? really matter if maybe it was subtly mentioned or on a sign somewhere but but and then you know of course and and uh, so Boyd's in trouble with the military because the reason he sends the stuff he knows because the military is going to quiet that down they don't talk about aliens yeah, they're going to cover it up they there's such a cynical look at military people in this movie uh, while also glamorizing the military life but it's all as though people in, people who are in the army are a bunch of screw ups fuck ups um, but who are all super competent but also not trusted but also murderers. But also heroes, and it's the whole thing is just a mess. It's, like I don't, I hate it. There's it's a hot mess. All these stereotypes because we do, uh, all of uh, all of McKenna's guys die when the predator crash lands, and now he's so he doesn't have his team anymore. But he meets a new team, the Loonies. The Loonies, a, a, a great, a great amount of great actors in that bus. Yeah, you know, Keegan Michael Key, Tom uh, Alf, Jane, Tom Jane, Alfie Allen from Game of Thrones. Wasted in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> just, he does nothing. He did like, literally. literally nothing. He stood there. Yeah, um, and Trevante Rose from who plays Nebraska. He was in Moonlight. He was he was like he plays his buddy. Like he they become like sort of best friends. Another too cool for school. The chronic chain smoking <laughs> guy. Yeah. Like he, yeah, he's a, he's another sniper who yeah. you know like all snipers just light up a cigarette that Constantly. would reveal their position. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, oh god, it's so much fun. Um, but you know, so we we meet, and he he convinces them. They've all they're all in stuck therapy in a bus together. They're all stuck in a bus. They're all dangerous to other people, and they go to therapy together, right? Well, and they all tell each other their stories. And what's what's Quinn's? Well, I saw an alien. They all laugh at him, but they're outside the the secret base where they're keeping a predator. They see the alien, and he's convinced them. Well, we're going to take over this bus and kill that. We got to kill the alien because they killed his guys. <laughs> And that's when we run into Olivia Munn's character, who's running for her life, because yeah, she is a scientist brought in to study a captured predator. At the same time as we're meeting these characters on the bus, you're, you're yeah. kind of cross-cutting with what's going on inside the lab, which yeah. is uh, this secret military group yeah. led by Sterling K. Brown. Yes. Who's who's really great for, for what they're going for, but yeah. also a pretty one-note character. Yeah, he's just straight-up evil villain. Like yeah. he'll, he'll, He's... This team of people, they kill American citizens. No Evil problem. government op. Yeah. You know. But certainly it's sort of operating outside, you know, regular channels. But yeah. He, his motivation is to study the predator, understand what's happening. And he's still super evil. <laughs> He'll kill yeah. a bunch of humans just to keep it a secret. It doesn't make any sense. We get a we get, we see Jake Busey, which is a nice nod to Predator 2. Yeah. Uh, he plays... Gary Busey's character's son. son yeah. So okay. Gary was Peter Keyes. He's Sean Keyes, and he's yeah. basically in the same kind of role, another government. Yeah. He works with Sterling K. Brown and Olivia Munn. Yeah. But another, I, what, another thing that drives me crazy about these movies is 
the ineptness of uh, of all the uh, military, like everyone in the military. Yeah. Like they're just idiots with guns who like fall for every trap that the villain, like in this case, the predator, yeah. du- you know, sets up. Yeah. They're just morons with guns. It's uh well yeah again another indictment of like these highly trained people who like yeah who are her commissioned to like you know protect innocent people and this group of the stargazers they're just pure evil they'll just they'll kill whoever indiscriminately and the predator shreds them apart oh, just literally with, without like, a problem uh, super graphic violence which I didn't mind now I was actually know, fine it, with it a yeah. little a little much but not well I think they want this is the first time you're really uh, you know seeing the full extent of what the predator can do like how good of a yeah. hunter it is yeah which and, they and point out in a will uh, yeah in a well-lit area but yeah night and a nice uh definitive answer that like why are you calling the predator because and they just dis- they discuss what he does and he, he hunts people for sport well two different characters say that's not what a predator does that's what a hunter does yeah <laughs> like but oh predator sounds cooler so we're keeping it yeah so, okay all right you got it and they just the thing with these characters is they just they tried too hard. Again, I've mentioned it before on this show, but they tried too hard to make these quirky characters and force you to like them. And it's just talking, 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 talking. Everyone's talking the whole time. What's great about the first one is there is tons of silence and quiet, and they're like thinking, they're planning, they're they're trying to figure out how to handle this situation yeah. without just constant dialogue the whole time. Yeah, the everything that comes out of their mouth demonstrates the type of character they are. It has nothing to do with... It, it, their actions don't tell you who the character is, or like their planning, how smart they are. They tell you who they are constantly through their quirks and through their their little speeches and stuff and it's just kind of boring and and yeah and it doesn't work like i don't buy any of it they say all these things because the because shane black told tells told them to say these things right that you don't buy this is none of these people are realistic in any where sense. is that witty shane black from uh kiss kiss bang bang and the new guys and you know lethal weapon where is that shane black i think he's there i think this is just like this is the next level of that like it's just it it might be a, a self-awareness on his part to turn to just crank it now because there are there's a structure of wit and jokes and funny shit in the movie but it, it all just kind of is a mess like the, the but the structure is there it and the characters can be funny but uh, most of the time they're kind of offensive or ignorant or they treat they, like the movie itself treats certain things about like uh, PTSD, Tourette syndrome, autism, they Asper- Asperger's. Asperger's. They they treat them like they're surface level, no kind of realism to it, and applies it to these characters, and then uses it as an opportunity to make jokes about it. Like, huh, don't you get it? Like, uh, people go through these things, or this is how people live, and it's not necessarily an indictment on those things, but it's just. Uh, a complete sense of ignorance about them. Yeah. There's no care or sense. Not I don't want to say sensitivity, but sort of understanding of these things. Yeah. About how real people live with these things. Well, and, and the way they handle those is is very much out of the '80s. Like we're just gonna throw that out there and yeah. not really like get into it. So yeah. why, if you're not gonna deal with it, why even have it part of the plot? Right. Yeah. What's the point? But be, because every character has to be a little different and yeah. every character has to have a quirk. And what's a qu- easy quirk? P- PTSD or does ma- this one does magic tricks. And it's kind of sarcastic. Like, yeah. 
That's your that's your best move. Serves no purpose. Like, like it all. went nowhere. All these character things meant nothing. Yeah. But we got some predator dogs. Well, didn't, didn't you want that? When there were predator dogs, I did not know there were predator dogs in this movie. Fantastic. Who again served no purpose. Well, they they do more. Oh, I guess they we, do other hunting. Yeah, they are set loose to find uh, Jacob Tremblay, uh, yeah. the eleven year old boy with the alien technology. Um, and they 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 corner him, and then luckily at the nick of time, the loonies uh, arrive to protect him. Right. And a, and I guess I'll say this: the action sequences in this movie, I was I was engaged the entire time when none of the characters were talking, and they were just shooting and running around. I I liked all that sure. stuff. Like yeah, the action is competent. It's I'll directed it well. It looks good, and it's kind of thrilling. But the whole thing is the rest of the movie is just a nightmare. You know what the best thing about the movie is? What? The score. The score? Because it's the score from the first movie. I know. It's exactly the score from the first movie. It was weird when you just heard them, heard it come back in at at certain points and like, all right, you're just sort of leaning on this. Uh, another thing I loved about the movie, they finally found a way for men to take the word pussy back. Like, thank God men could finally just call each other pussies openly uh, to, to sort of make sure you knew where they stood yeah. uh, about someone's masculinity. It's is it, great. Is it surprising that that's coming from Shane Black? <laughs> it's not surprising I mean, at all. Watch the first movie yeah. again. Um, they also, uh, you know, may as well make a retard joke twice. Two characters calling. Yeah. Un- Good work, guys. I don't know how. This is funny. <laughs> how did Fox let some of this dialogue get through? I, 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 don't, I don't get it. Because I, cause the way they paint these characters, again, is troubled sort of not outside society, sort of fringe characters who don't have the politeness or the political correctness or whatever. And it's just like. It's finding a way to not be political, politically correct, as though there's something wrong with that. Um, and so here, here's a joke, and it's supposed to be funny. It's a joke, but like those jokes died out, and they never were jokes, but they died out. Like we're, yeah. we don't do that anymore. Yeah, um, I but, mean we haven't done it in ten years. In, something in, I mean, in our mass mass media consumption, you know, you do, yeah, you don't see that. Um, I'm surprised like one of them didn't call each other a faggot, like. What, you know, just as a as a, a yeah, I mean, it you know felt I mean? all that dialogue felt you know again straight out of the eighties, yeah. straight out of Monster Squad. I yeah. mean, yeah. watch Monster Squad and listen to what those kids are saying. <laughs> I haven't seen it in years. Oh, I just watched it. Oh, a lot of that, a lot a of salty lot of language, it. a lot of a lot. Yeah, so it's another thing of like I'm sure there are guys older, ten years older than me that love those eight nineties, late eighties, early nineties movies, and that are still loving this movie. For those reasons, this, these things that bother me about it. Um, so, you know, that's for them. But it's just not acceptable. If, if, there's no reason to do this. Like, yeah. you, We've elevated the medium. Not we, but these movies got better. Action movies got better uh, in a certain way. And you can give characters, you know some depth mm-hmm. and care about them. And then when so when they kill someone or or are in danger of being killed, you're you're along for the ride. I didn't. I just was waiting for everyone to die. Yeah, kill them. It's, it was just a matter of when <laughs> yeah. and how. I think the only the only thing that was more like the the thing that I found more threatening was that there was a kid in the middle of all the firefights. Like that was my big concern. Was like, is he gonna die? Like, yeah. he, obviously, you're Which, not gonna kill like the kid in the movie. At no but, point was I even that thought never even crossed my mind that that was a possibility. Yeah, but that, like, there's no way that Boyd Holbrook. 
Olivia Munn and Jacob Tremblay were were going to get killed in this oh, movie. Oh, I know. It yeah, was they, not that kind of movie. They were getting to the end. Whereas, like, you know, like a Mission Impossible, you know, some of the the current Mission Impossible right. movies, like, those characters, you don't, like, they could get killed quarter of the way through the movie. I you, could I could see Simon Pegg, like, getting killed in an I've unfortunate been way. I've been yeah. surprised he's made it this far. I know. But. He gets to the yeah. And Ving Rhames. Yeah. Uh, these guys sh- could easily die. I think that, and I think that's what's good about those movies, because even when Tom Cruise, you know, Ethan Hunt is in the middle of these fights and all that, he gets his ass kicked yeah. all the time. Like, he, he has to keep improvising, and he gets super lucky but it's not contrived. Like it's right. he keeps pushing forward to survive, to beat the baddie. Sometimes he has to retreat. There's a little realism to it, and I know we're talking about a predator movie, but at no point did, does it seem like these guys are really a threat. Except for when I did not know this. There's a super predator in the movie. Yeah, there's a bigger predator. Yeah, not that, only yeah, that's a whole other plot that's going on. Is that not only there's a, one predator running around. Yeah. Doing something. I mean, he's he's there for a reason. He's yeah. being chased in the beginning of in the opening of the movie. Yeah, uh, where he land, you know, gets crash lands on on Earth. But he's going there for a reason. And we also get not only here's a couple other things about the predators themselves. Please, we get a a lack of heat vision. The predator vision. Mm. I mean, what do you mean? Very. That, we don't see a lot. That of plot it. devices used. Very little in the movie. As far as being useful? Yeah. Yeah, no, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, in the first two movies especially, it's like we cut to that quite often. Yeah. And we see what the Predator is seeing and how it's finding these people. But they don't use that at all here. Well, I think part of that, you know, I'll just defend that the fact that, that he's more like stalking his prey mm. in those movies. This one, he's fully engaged. The, these Predators are fully engaged in, like, killing people. So Yeah. You know, there are moments where he's invisible and not engaging them, and you could probably play to that. But yeah. but the super predator that we're introduced to has thermal vision. They flash to it a couple times. But the guy's not wearing a helmet, and you still see a computer readout. Like, this, yeah. it's total nonsense. Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> and not only all of that, but we get predator dialogue and they, translations they of what they're saying. Yes, there's a Come translation on. program. and. Ugh. And the act, the third act thing of where uh, Sterling K. Brown and, and his team are trying to kill all of our heroes, you know, to protect the information from getting out that one of the predators is there to help humanity, which we find yeah. out. So the whole goal of this, the regular predator was to help humanity. Was to give, deliver them a weapon that would destroy all the other predators yeah that's the big that's the big hook at the end the very last scene of the movie which i guarantee you is filmed to be an end of credit sequence to pump you up for a sequel they just inserted it before the credits as the last scene in the movie and it's terrible but the the gift from them the gift of humanity the the planet that's killing themselves the planet that's gonna die the gift is uh robot armor to kill other predators yeah (laughs) fuck you (laughs) It's a cool sequence where a piece of metal like clamps on a guy, and he he he's in an Iron Man suit that looks like a Predator, and a ton of weapons come out, and then the, the suit goes away. Um, but that the whole thing was oh, just the the secret weapon is an actual weapon. It's yeah more more killing of things because Predator the Predator race is a threat to humanity. So I get that, but. They, they envision that you can tell they envision that this is a three movie franchise where the third movie is 
a full-on CGI battle between Predator robot uh, robot suits and yeah. Predators. Yeah. Like, that's the end game here, and it's terrible. It's a terrible. Who cares? Idea. What What is the problem with making a good Predator movie? I don't, you can't. You know? Like, like, why is it? Now, granted, I'm currently not a writer. Okay, currently, so I know that. Yeah, I don't see you with a pencil. At all, I'm, I have a pen. I, well, now I just now, grabbed a pen. Well, you're a writer now. Okay, now I'm a writer. No. Okay, but put the pencil <laughs> down so you can. It's not that simple. All right, it's a difficult job. I get it. And when of course studios are involved and what the studio wants to do versus what the writer and director want to do, sometimes, as we know, are not they're not on the same page, and that's when you can get the, a mess of a movie. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the behind the scenes story is here, yeah. but. Between Alien, the Alien franchise, and the Predator franchise, we just can't get a solid movie since the eighties. But and I think is that inherent in the design of these things? I mean, what's the what's the ultimate? What's the end game for humanity facing off against violent right. aliens? It's more war, battles, killing. Mm-hmm. You know, Predator works because it's really it's a singular little adventure between you know one giant predator and a team of super competent soldiers who are getting eviscerated that's that works because it's a singular story once you start expanding that and taking it beyond the what's happening in the jungle to what's going on between earth and predator world or whatever does that interest anybody no i don't think so so i mean sci-fi i know though sci-fi is cool to do cool looking shit but if you're not telling a story about humanity at the core there's no point right so sci-fi has has been lost in Science fiction has been lost in the way it's portrayed in, in film. You know, you, you there's some great sci-fi films out there. Predator, the Predator series at this point, it, it's one for five. You know, yeah. I, so yeah, uh, it's just there's so much going on in this movie, none of which is logical. Yeah, uh, but it's so overcomplicated. They just there's too much happening. There's too many characters. There's too much talking. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's just too just. Dial it back. Yeah. The first one works so well because it's a relatively simple story, as we covered last week. It's a simple plot. It's a simple storyline, not overflowing with characters, and it just works. Yeah. Well, that characters and, make sense. They do things that make sense for that character. Yeah. And for that world, and they just you know I wish wish you you could have bought stock in Predator Two right now. Your Predator Two stock would go way up. Oh, wow. because of- <laughs> I can't. I kind of. I haven't seen Predator Two since that day after that formal dance yeah. I was at. Uh, but I want to see it again now. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like how uh, because of Indiana Jones and the the Crystal Skull, because of that movie Temple of Doom. Like, oh my God, that Temple of Doom is great. Yeah, Temple yeah. of Doom is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Crystal Skull, for making Temple of Doom better. Temple of Doom better. But. I didn't realize how bad Temple of Doom was. I still love Temple of sure. Doom. Um, I and I I do not forgive the you know cultural insensitivities and yeah terrible shit about that. But man, great set, great action pieces, things to love about that, and the characters all work. I, I I'm fine with a blonde bombshell and a, a Chinese you know a Chinese kid spouting one liners. It's fine. Like, the whole thing, especially based on the source material. Mm-hmm. Predator, they, they could do whatever they want. Yeah. They could do whatever they want. And they took from every dumb 80s and early 90s action movie with stereotypes, with, like, quirks, with things that just... 
here's a character. He dresses funny. That's his thing. Here's this character. He tells jokes. Yeah. He tells your mama jokes. You know, <laughs> I've, I've talked about G.I. Joe a couple of times on this show. Yes. But you- Sterling K. Brown... <laughs> To me, is like Cobra Commander, and all his guys are like Cobra. That they're just—it doesn't matter how many hundreds of them there are. They're yeah. all inept and <laughs> yeah. you know incompetent morons who will get destroyed by whatever the you know. Well, it's uh that's that's the stormtroopers in the original yeah, trilogy. Exactly. I mean, they're <laughs> they're wearing plastic uh plastic bodysuits that one laser blast kills them. Yeah, and uh, they can't hit anything. It's uh, it's just incredible. It's uh, I, you know, it's up to you guys listening in on this. If you want to see this movie, it, that's totally your call. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give it a D minus. D minus. Yeah. D minus. I, I think it's saved by the action. Yeah. Um, action. Olivia Munn, just because she's the only competent female in the movie. Yeah. What's, yeah. What's really she, what's really weird is she when she's in the she's a scientist and she's in the lab and the predator gets loose and everything goes to hell. She immediately grabs a weapon and starts defending herself, which looked a little weird because you you weren't establishing that she had any kind of competence with that. And because then later she's using she's using actual she grabbed a trank gun and then later she's using rifles and shit. Like, yeah. So you knew she could hold her own. And that was fine, but you had no idea it was coming. Like, because every other scientist in the room gets destroyed. So at least, like, th- there was an attempt by a Shane Black and Decker to say, "Here's a competent woman who can survive anything." Like, it's just mi- it just misses the mark of yeah. anything that like isn't insulting. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, so sh- so <laughs> that's that's just where I'm at. That. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like. <laughs> I'm just no, I'm just shaking my head. It's so right bad. Um, there was a remember the pre, I'm just I know we're wrapping it up. The predator dog. They they the two predator dogs are trying to kill all these guys. They're basically armor proof. They end up killing one of them, and then the other one gets shot point blank in the head, which dazes it, and then it just joins the team basically. Yeah, it's just, it becomes their pet, like, and it just wants to play fetch. Like as soon as the dog ran away. Like they they basically like tell it to go away or whatever. It wanders off. They they shoot it. It shakes its head and they let it wander off. The thing that was trying to kill human beings is now loose on the earth. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you can go. And then it comes back and joins them. Like, and that and th- and the whole third act, the super predator pits both teams against each other, and they have no choice but to to team up. And then they're like kind of chums, like. Sterling King Brown and uh, Boyd Holbrook like have like a, just a quick moment, like of, a like, bro moment. Yeah, we're still gonna dance later. Yeah, I picked out my shoe, but then he gives him a shoulder slap. Like, what's up, bud? Like, <laughs> what? You were trying to kill his entire family yeah. a minute ago, and everything's good because it's the super like Duke predator. and Cobra Commander teaming up. There I, it is. I can't. I can't. This. I'm done. I'm done with alien movies. I. You know what I did? I went and watched stupid uh, Alien uh, Covenant. Because we talked about it, what a mistake! Screw these movies. You're yeah. done. I'm done with these franchises. I don't care anymore. Don't care. Bring back, bring back any anything else you want. I'll it's, go see the new Men in Black. I don't care. That's gonna be terrible. I'm sure. Yeah, it's probably fun. It has nothing to do with it. <laughs> but the, the, I'm I'm officially they, done with the '80s franchises. They just keep, done. I mean, done. You, you can go down the list. I mean, I guess I'll throw in like in the new Independence Day movie too. Oh, done. Like, Bye. Every, they keep forcing it, and some of these. I mean, I could, I definitely could see 
a reason for another Predator movie, a reason for another nope. Alien movie. There's no reason. But they just keep missing the mark, overcomplicating it, and just forgetting to tell a good story. Yeah. That's what's, there, There's no story in this movie. Yeah. It's just action. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you want, if that's all you want, oh, have fun. go see the movie. It's great. And, and you'll probably love it. You'll have a good t- uh, There are things to have fun with, and if there's things that what we're saying that don't bother you, then this movie's for you. Go see it. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but we've seen all this shit before. We've seen it done poorly. Um, this is a, this is just, this is an unnecessary film. If you, if, and if you are a Shane Black fan, you're yeah. going to be disappointed because yeah. you don't get any of the Shane Black, you know, that just that, that, I don't know. It doesn't feel like a Shane Black movie. It's, it, it feels like someone, can write like Shane Black and you cause and being too clever for its own good kind of thing, but then also without any kind of depth or insight and these characters are just terrible. Like it's like a version of him that, that did this. It's it's such a strange thing. Yeah. Like you can tell on set every day they were like, This is gonna be cool. And yeah, in a lot Maybe, of yeah. And in a lot of ways I'd be like, Yeah, it would be cool, but on the page how the hell did this stuff get filmed? Some some of this. Stuff? I can't tell if like if you chopped about thirty minutes out of this movie or added about thirty minutes to it. Which way if if it would help it at all? I, I feel I, I feel like there's at least like fifteen minutes of cuts in this thing. That there was yeah. at least things that would make l- let things breathe and make sense. Um, but I feel like it was just like we got to get to the next action. Go go go! Threats yeah. threats threats. But like without any. But there's no stakes. Like there's no real threat. Not it really. It doesn't really matter. Like. And they don't feel threat. I mean, if they want, or if they were trying to get across that you're afraid for this kid's life, like they're not afraid. That the characters aren't afraid for the kid's life. No, I mean they're protecting the kid, but they do not seem scared, worried. They're uh, just doing their jobs, yeah, but just, like like going out there to kick ass. Well, that, I mean, you know, what if what if Dutch's team had to, was tasked to protect a child? Uh, you know, may, they they'd have to be su- super competent in doing their thing. Uh, at the same time, it doesn't matter. These guys don't know. We, they never acted together. They're not a unit. They just they're military, so mm-hmm. that means they have special skills and they're going to take care of it. It's such a weird thing. These movies are. It's so weird that the mil- the way the military is portrayed. These guys. It it's not like they're all. I just don't get it. it yeah. it's a mixed bag. It, it's an indictment of, of like the military industrial complex and then a celebration of it. Yeah. It's a, and then, and then it's like sort of a celebration of the individual, but not like the, the things that people saw the PSD, PTSD, all that. It, it's like, it's just like, here's a mixed, all the mixed shit you hear about soldiers. And we're just gonna throw in one big movie. Yeah. It's super competent, but super weird and super offensive. S- s- no problems killing, no problems risking their lives. It's just the whole thing. It's just everything. Yeah. I just I can't believe we saw this thing today. <laughs> well, you guys have heard us bitch and complain about this movie enough. If anyone's still listening, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going off, but hey, we had to consinimize. Yeah, we uh, wanted to just throw out a bonus episode, which we're going to do every so often—a little surprise episode. Yeah, it makes sense. We just did the original. Like, hey, we knew we had to hit the theater. Yeah, see the fo- the fifth, the fourth follow-up. And, yeah. Uh, hey, listen. Glad we did it. Yeah. <laughs> you and me, bud. Uh, I'm glad you're around for the ride, too, out there, listeners. Now, we are going to uh, be back with you next week, and we've got a movie that is going to be a little more up. We're going to be yeah. a, a lot more uh, 
positive look back at something totally different than the predator yeah. completely different kind of movie different uh different decade as well yeah and i think it'll i think it's the second movie we've done where no one dies in it in the movie yeah <laughs> a lot of people die in the movies what was review. the first one we did back uh to school. back to school no yeah. one dies no one dies in that one You're yeah right. uh so we, we we've got a we've got a track record a lot yeah. of death we should do a body count for our show <laughs> <laughs> well, next um, week's will be zero. Okay, so, great. Yeah. So well, we look forward to uh, celebrating uh, that movie with yeah. the, all of you. Which uh, we're gonna we're gonna let you know in just a couple of days what that's gonna be. So stay tuned. We will see you next Monday on the twenty fourth. We can cinemize pre- the Predator. Yeah. Welcome to our consinimation. Yeah. And this has been reconsinimation. And I'm happy to be here. <laughs> How do we end this? <laughs> Did we just say goodbye? We're just going to say goodbye. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.